This episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at Neds. Josh, you won't believe which Victorian club is circling for Eagles youngster Harley Reid. Is it Essendon? Well, you got to click on it. What do you mean? It's clickbait. Is it Essendon or not? You have to click on it. It's Essendon. Georgia just texted me it. Well, God. Which Victorian club's jersey would Reid look best in? Um, okay, I know this. Um, Carlton, it's a pretty bold strip. Maybe... Maybe nah, Geelong, nah. he's like, he's kind of from that nah, area. Uh, 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 nah. Hang on. No. Just the, click it. You get way less drivel than this on the Neds app with The Wrap. Stay up to date with the latest videos, articles, including insights, tips, and analysis, plus Ned's unique take on everything about your favorite sports and racing codes. But it's not just AFL. There's NBA, UFC, horsey racing, and NRL news, plus much more. Download the Neds app now and look for The Wrap tab for the latest content taken to the Neds level. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Great sports journalist Josh Gallup, and welcome to the Kicker Ford Podcast, the only sports newsroom with the guts to tell it like it is. Remember, we need your reviews, it helps us grow. Here's one from Apple. New pod, even worse. Interesting creative choices, having three squeaky chairs and shocking audio. Really unique. Hate it. Five stars. Why'd they, why do you call us chairs? I don't know. This is another one that was sent in. This podcast deserves a solitary star. Oh. For its insipid content and mind-numbing monotony. Oh, okay. When's he going to do something nice? Listening feels like torturous exercise and enduring ceaseless ramblings devoid of substance. It's a descent into auditory purgatory. Mm. I'd rather endure the cacophony of a thousand disgruntled geese than subject myself to another episode. I really regret it. I'm going. We do have an electric guitar solo at the start of the pod, though. So. That is pretty cool. Hi, um, guys. How you going? And the audio quality in this room is, a, is advanced now. It is advanced. I think yeah. you guys will notice, or the lack of echo, um, a good friend has donated a bunch of, uh, I guess, acoustic panels to us, and they're really, really heavy uh, to and lift up the stairs. And fucking big. They're pretty light. Yeah, they're pretty light when you're not there. <laughs> uh, Georgia, you've done pretty well to not bring anything heavy into this room. <laughs> I, I have to sell the table to be fair. That's you're already in beer debt. You're in manual yeah. labour debt. I'm not. Yeah. More on beer debt coming later on the episode. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I because because it was a weekend of avoiding beer debt. Josh mm. and I were lucky enough to be invited down south by Red Bull to go and get around the Red Bull Foam Wreckers Surf Comp in Yallingup. Big surf guys. I was invited. Just couldn't make it. Yes. Um, did you get a wedding? Hey, I did. Can't wait to hear all about that, so. It was actually awesome. Like, massive thanks to Red Bull for putting us up in this awesome house on Dunsborough Lakes Golf Course. Uh, just walkable distance into town with all the fun. But um, this this foam wreck is comp, six people in each heat. WSL surfers, Georgia, like professionals. Um, the, the World Junior Champion. Uh, mm. Jarvis, what was his last name? Jarvis, just Jarvis to me. Oh, Jarvis, Jarvis, kind of Jarvis. mates. Yeah, he so. was unbelievable doing 360s and whatnot. And I yeah. was like, man, that was gnarly. And he goes- 60 de- degrees. Yeah, yeah. And he goes to me, whoa, where'd you- that you're dropping pretty serious lingo, bro. Uh, uh, yeah, that's why I wore shoes and golf shorts to the beach. You fucking drop in on him, bro. <laughs> you're a couple hours late, weren't you? After you squashed Chrissy do. Yeah, squash Chrissy do is sick. Um, that was great. I was um, I was quite nervous about surfing in this. Yeah, yelling up southwest of Australia is, is one of the most well <laughs> most famous waves 
in the world, of course. Yeah. Of course, Rabbit's Beach. Uh, big sucky shore breakers usually. It was so big and I got, <laughs> I rolled down to the beach. I was already nervous. Then when I got down to the beach, saw the size of the waves and thought, okay, now this is dangerous. Like this is now dangerous levels. Mm. Not only for my eardrum, which is quite dodgy, um, but for drowning. Okay, was that massive? Big wussy. It was- Head height? uh, Try again. Like, whose head height? Your head height, my head height? So it was like two of us or five of you? Five of me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I had a crack at a wave and just absolutely ate shit. shit. But hey, had a a go. Did you hit the lip? No, I didn't quite do anything. I just flipped (laughs) off. But then the thing was, the current was so strong. To paddle back out the back was just like impossible. I'm not fit or surf fit or any fit. Shoulders turned to jelly pretty quick. Yeah, pretty much. So basically <laughs> I've gone, all right, I'm just gonna like let this take me kind of into the beach. Giorgio, I, st- I was out of the water when there was five minutes of the heat still <laughs> left to go. And then the announcers over the PA, like they've got big speakers blasting out into the water and to the crowd. And they announced like what pe- um, individual surfers like need to score if they want to progress through to the heat. So I, I just hear, and Harry Fitzgerald needs a 6.5 on the next wave to progress through the semi-finals. And I'm like next to the scorer's tent, <laughs> already on the sand. <laughs> it was a pathetic effort, but for the conditions, fine. I don't care. I was they weren't glad, that bad. It was like, I was glad I went out there. They were chilled waves. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't set my shoes on. Oh, and you were hungover from your squash, Chrissy, though. Yeah, that was good. I met two separate people that had been hit by a car in the last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Within the space of an hour, I won't name their names for legal reasons. I think they're. How's that come up in conversation? Oh, uh, just like maybe like reasons why they couldn't surf, or were you just going up to people going, "Have you been hit by a car?" <laughs> well, I couldn't believe it. Have you been it. hit by a car? Well, the first person had a. Um, oh my god, that's two. They had a rear vision mirror mirror in their forehead. <laughs> So they were like, we were like, whoa, what's that doing there? Oh, fuck, I always forget. Were uh, they, the, were they, they reflecting on their life? Um, yeah, big I, <laughs> Again, shout out to that bloke that told us that great story. Um, another fun thing was Josh's car driving back from um, Southwest. Pretty like cool the, car. The wheel alignment. <laughs> so you can't. Uh, oh, no. If you're on a slight left bend and it's perfect, you don't have to touch the wheel. Mm. <laughs> it just takes no, they, no, they do that automatically. It stops. It stops yep. you like falling asleep and driving into oncoming traffic. I don't think 2002 Avalons have that technology. Hundred well, percent. It was like a 30 degree turn. Is that normal? <laughs> you could almost take a left turn in this car okay, without touching yeah. the steering wheel. Do we talk about how um, hectic the fight was outside the kebab shop on Saturday oh, night? I think definitely. I think um, we were outside this kebab shop because everything shut at like 10. You know when you hear someone get punched. And you think, oh, there's a fight, it's going to break up. But then there were repeated things of, yeah, it's just like- It's pretty gross. Someone might hit their head on the pavement and they're all like 16, 17 year olds. Okay, but the funny part about it was when someone like got, went full WWE and smashed a toilet seat over someone. Yeah, there was a toilet seat. There was a toilet seat seat involved. Yeah, yeah. Where did they get it? I don't know. We don't know. They ripped it off. So it was a full porcelain to the face, one guy cops. Was it just the round seat Mm. or the entire toilet? Uh, it was the, the seat and the lid. And then our friend Poodle was there super drunk and he just starts singing Porcelain by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Porcelain. And you can just hear in the background people getting hit in the face and he's just eating these chips being like, man, I really hope they don't come over here because this is very wild. Porcelain by Moby. Mm, that's a good one. Very accessible. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, it was a great weekend. I mean, after the surf event, Red Bull threw a bit of a uh, after party. Cool. Oh, now, you guys skipped that. I assume you just went home. Now, <laughs> Josh, this is where I need to ask you to please take a seat. Uh, okay. 
Hey, big guy. Hey, What's dude. This? <laughs> hey, Josh. It's your intervention. What the fuck? Hmm. Yeah. What, what for? Before I say what I'm going to say, I want you to know that it's all coming from a place of love. We love you and care about you deeply, Josh. Is Giorgio in on this too because of the beer debt thing from last week? Giorgio, jump on. <laughs> jump on. I mean, just before we left for this after party, I saw you had these short, short, tight shorts on. Also, also wearing a belt. I don't know what kind of rizzing you had planned, um, but... It wasn't, I don't think it was the right choice. You looked like an undercover cop. You looked- <laughs> This is bullshit. You looked like you'd come off the golf course maybe. <laughs> Didn't shower. And um, a good intervention always includes the way that it's affecting others. Okay. I'll start. <laughs> Josh, I get that it's hard to keep up with what's cool and trendy, <laughs> but I have to be seen next to you. <laughs> when you're wearing what you're wearing. And that can't be good for any rizzing missions I might go on. And because of this, I feel sad. Thank you. Um, Sorry about that, but we had to do it, mate. I think it's a bit we fucked. That. <laughs> Firstly, thanks for your bravery. I think it's a bit fucked because I've just figured out that skinny jeans are bad <laughs> and V-necks and ankle socks. And I finally come to the party and I'm wearing, I definitely did feel self-conscious on Saturday because I'm so fucking tall. And then I, at one point I look around and there's so many mullets that are cut in with like rusty knives and there's plaid shirts and there's, oh, I'm clearly not in style whatsoever. Mate. And then everyone's ripping on me because my shorts are two metres above my knee. You know what you are? You're in the Jorts capital city of the world. Jorts are firing at the moment, Giorgio. I, I was on Jort Watch and like there were some that were like, yeah, just didn't blow the knee. Then you'd see some like mega long ones that were almost like actually touching their shoes. It's challenging. <laughs> because I know, because I'm not going to be I doing that. Well, as soon as I buy them, they'll be out again. They're in this cyclical skinny to baggy, skinny to baggy. That you, goes are on and on and on. you are what dictates the trend. Someone goes, oh, that, that tall lanky ranger is wearing it. Let's move on. Well, some kid, <laughs> next time we go down there, I'll be with the jorts walking around with a mullet and then they'll all be in skinny jeans and skinny shorts and shit. And I'll, your clothes that you dropped off at an op shop. I'll just be there in the corner going, another love. <laughs> well, thanks for the intervention. I, I mean, it sucks anyway, but I got to go buy clothes or something. I think shit. it was helpful. I, think I mean, you I'm groovy. So I have to buy a car, I have to buy clothes. I have to, uh, I don't know, sort my entire life out. I didn't say what you are you going to tell anything. me to do next? Do my tax? I didn't say you have to do anything, mate. Just don't stand near me. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, okay. Hey, boys, last week you spoke about some um, biased commentary. Uh, I played some audio from a Spurs game. Yep. Uh, one of our listeners has sent in some um, funny biased commentary from an NFL game. Hawk, left-footed punt, bad punt. Rager runs up on it. Their punter's terrible. Flag comes in. This referee called um, officiating his first Viking game, Trey Blake. I hope you never come back again. Snap, put down. Joseph, come on! It is gone! Are you kidding me? He missed it right. He missed it right. Are oh my heavens. Are you kidding me with this Jalen Rager move? What are we doing? That's he was into it. What are we the, doing? Just the smallest. The punter's terrible. The punter's terrible. He's a terrible kid. He's terrible. He's terrible. His dad hates him. So a Vikings uh, commentator. <laughs> Minnesota, they love it. Um, any any um, things you're going to steal or some shit? Surely normally do it about now. Schemes. It's not breaking the law, but sometimes it toes the line. Hey, more on that whole music later. Simon writes in, hey lads, this one is mostly a scheme, but maybe gets a bit stinged. I'll let you be the judge. 
Most of the time these days, if you're ever subscribed to an ongoing service you have to pay for, if you go to cancel online, they will always make you fill out a question box asking why. The key is to always say it's too expensive. A lot of the time, the service will offer a discount to stay no further questions asked. Currently, I get the newspaper delivered with online access at 50% off for six months. And whenever that is up, I just go to cancel again and you get a further six months. I've been doing this for three years. Next step is to claim it on tax for work, but but then claim the full amount of what you should be paying. Oh my God. Bingo, get that income down. Oh, tax fraud. Yeah, literally tax fraud. Well, okay, yeah, the end bit was, uh, okay. That was a a crime. You seem to be approving of that pretty- The end bit was a crime. Um, The end bit was a crime. Uh, I do this in a few areas The crime, you would do the crime. You get- I don't do the crime, I don't do the time. Audible. Auditable. (laughs) That's good. You are audible. That was convenient for you. Um, Audible, listening to books, you can just get that constantly half price. Okay. Things like HelloFresh, you got to cancel the- what about 50% off? You mm. go, okay, do it again, again and again and again. I do that with my uh, phone bill. So every year they always double it and then you call up and say, I want to leave. And they go, oh, are you sure? Um, and then you ask again. You have to ask two or three times. And then they're like, oh my God, we just found a deal. You can have it half Wow, price. we just found, I've always thought, what if you do that? And they go, okay, we don't have any deals. And you go, all right, actually, I just changed my mind then. Um, I'll stay. But bills, hey guys. They're not very good, are they? You get a bill, you don't want to pay it. I get my phone bill. Can't wait to pay that thing. I want to thank Vodafone for the service they provide me, apart from cover- some coverage sometimes. Well, the whole weekend we couldn't get anywhere. Yeah, but the phone, like, how much fun do you have on your phone over the month? Like a like a phone calls and watching some TikToks and stuff. Like, it's actually very valuable. But I hope you're being present <laughs> as I, well. I, I've got no problem paying my phone bill. Oh, yeah, always present. Okay, oh, that's of good. Course, of good course, of course. This is fucking mm. scheme or nerd corner. <laughs> Scheme? Why are you sucking up to Vodafone? I want to pay more. I got a scheme. Alexandra has one, actually. I got a fucking She says, I've been reluctant to share this in case the scheme was foiled as a result, but now, sadly, the store in question is closing down, hopefully not related to our scheme. So my partner and I were buying kitty litter from a store that will rem- remain nameless. We found that the box holding three bags of kitty litter scans through as the same unit item as one bag. So we take the box to the counter, it gets scanned, and we pay for one instead of three bags. It's about $10 per bag, so it's a good saving. Only twice has the counter attendant noticed and changed the quantity to three. We mentally note who this is and avoid them in the future. It does make me wonder if in the supermarket, boxes of items scan through the same price as a single quantity. I think you'd need to have an attendant doing the scanning, otherwise it toes the line to law breaking. And you'd need to pick something low risk, like pack a soup or something. So this one- Shoplifting. Yeah, shot, it's illegal. Yeah. No, but here's the thing. No, no, you it's, explain it's, it. It's the people that are scanning it. You're oh, not self-scanning. No, no, sorry, you've misspoken that are scamming it. <laughs> That's good. But <laughs> this is the staff putting it through. They are not responsible. It's their own. So the liability is their negligence rather than- Correct. Okay, cool. Where do you draw the line? I went to Spotlight once, bought something, and I also wanted a Powerade because I was pretty hung. They forgot to put the Powerade through. And I went, hey, you you forgot to put the Powerade through. If they forget, if they forget. Well, they essentially slash forget slash don't know. So Giorgio, when your boss would accidentally pay you an extra thousand dollars and then doesn't say anything, do you call up your boss and go, hey man, um, 
think you pay me an extra thousand. Nah, you don't know that. You say thanks for the bonus. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was because I worked so hard at this bottle shop. Yeah. You guys are getting paid. <laughs> Um, yeah. A lot of bad schemes get get sent through as well. Oh, people just go. Yeah, no, you um, read them. <laughs> people just calling people. This is a recurring one. They go, oh, if you just lie to a fast food chain about <laughs> yeah. like faulty food, you can get like free food. I, that's not really in the spirit of, of scheming. Georgia, the first two you read were lie, liars. Oh, but I was just I do, getting it started with a few controversial <laughs> I, do find, I do find it funny that I read them sometimes when they come in and it's like, one's like, oh boys, I got the best scheme for you. <laughs> you lie. Yeah. The end. I, I, you, you buy grilled and you call them up and say it was cold and there was a hair in it and they give you another free meal. <laughs> so you can't do that. Um, also people, a few people have messaged me now going, man, I was on hold and the scheme music was playing. I don't think people have realized that the scheme music is famous Cisco hold music, uh, which brings me to my next point. This is top five hold music. Okay, here we go. Number yep. five. Oh yeah. I dig this. This makes me want to um, this is Skype. commit armed robbery. This is Skype business hold music and it makes me feel like I'm on holiday. Yeah, I don't mind that. I'll wait, I'll wait four hours to be spoken to. Also, mm. like these symbols of use of... You know what it is? It's kind of like progress music. Mm. Like we're getting to you. Mm. Here's number four. Eight. When you're ready to continue, press one. Eight. <laughs> Why are you crying? <laughs> I hate it as well. I just had to put it in there. I've never heard that one. I neither, it's a neither. It's Stranger Things in there. It. Yeah, that's true. Uh, coming at number three, you've probably all heard it. Oh, yeah. Oh. What's this one? Telstra Hold Music. Yeah. Oh, I don't have Telstra. Oh, Povo. <laughs> Yes. Please wait while we get your call. So I need to give it up and Am I poor? <laughs> my car's shit. My clothes I've are never... shit. My phone's shit. Maybe you should listen to my scheme segment more. Oh, yeah. What else you got for us? <laughs> uh, this one's coming in at number two. This one's hope. Something good's about yeah. to happen. Like someone's like going to take your call. Yeah. <laughs> so this one's Amazon, apparently. Oh, really? It sounds good. Cool. Yeah, I really I can't like afford it. Amazon. I also feel like, like the lyrics are coming to me. It's like, gonna be on hold, never give up. Gonna take it up to the build up. No mountain to climb, no Amazon to find. Gonna get you on the line. 15th in the queue. No surprises, number one, guys. What's the, what's even the point? Uh, number four again. Yeah, go on. Oh no, it's Cisco. <laughs> but this, I do let it get to the. This is a bit of an extended version with the beat. Ready? Ooh. What? You didn't put this in the sting. Who brought their snorkels? Who brought their snorkels? Because we're underwater. I like that. I've never called any of those places. Cisco, they use all the time for random shit. Yeah, they do. That's the only one I know because I remember hearing it for the first time. Um, <laughs> sorry, it's been a long weekend. And they answer and you go, put me back on hold yeah. now. Unless it's Qantas and then I'm like, 
Get me Alan Joyce. I need to murder him. How am I? It was good to get away. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was and not it was really great. do too much work. We were um, pretty careful with Beardhead over the weekend. Yeah, I must admit, like I was trying to, the, the Beardhead thing, there was such a resounding response. We did a little survey on it, Giorgio, and there's a split decision. 70% of people believe my story. 30% That's believe you. Because you fucking put it out there. Yeah, but I put it out there and then we put it to the jury and they, they said that a resounding 70%, if this was an election- 70% is a landslide. That's like that's like Donald Trump being like, oh, who are you guys going to vote for, me or the other guys? Obviously, well, obviously, if Donald Trump is asking. Are you comparing me? Harry loves Donald well, Trump. Well, on Sunday night, Donald Trump, apart from <laughs> everywhere else. <laughs> uh, should we get on to the main body of the pod? Please. Nutty Bartel poos for the first time in a day. It was better than Leo. The Matildas have won again. And welcome back, Daniel Ricciardo. They came bounding over. <laughs> The headlines. I can never hit those notes. I can never nail them. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know, really it takes hard. practice. Guys, cricket's in town. I want to make a promise to the listeners. We'll play the Sheffield Shield Sting. Every episode over summer. Over summer, yeah. yeah, yeah Even yeah, if there's yeah. no cricket. Or no pod. <laughs> just, just release it weekly on its own. Guys, the first test for Australia-Pakistan's three test series uh, to start the summer of cricket, basically, starts this week in Perth, of all places. Oh, I'm just telling going to be humming the uh, oh, uh, headaches for the selectors, guys. Am I right? Oh, my God. Oh. You gonna, seriously. Well, to this job. Do they choose bloody Mitch Marsh or Cam Green? Oh, oh no. my God. Get oh, the bus. Both, Get both, the bus. Both. Two giant horses. Yes, Why not? Yes, uh, yes. But we're actually going. So we're going with Cricket Australia, and we are going to implore you. If you want to go on Thursday, I don't know if you're at uni or unemployed, or maybe, I don't know, your girlfriend's broke up with you or some shit. Um, come on down on <laughs> Thursday. Uh, and dress up. We want to celebrate who we believe is the biggest cult icon in cricket since the ODI, Travis Head. Travis Head. We love Travis Head. We want to. We're. I'm making a Travis Head head right now. We're um, dressing up as Travis pa- Heads. Paper mache. We're all dressing up as Travis Head. If you come down, we'll give you speed dealers. We'll give you moustaches and join us on the hill. They build a hill for the West Test um, where we're all going to dress up as Travis Head, which I'm pretty pumped for. You know how I feel about hills, but this is one I'm going to be at. Yeah, you you but you're not allowed to sit in the stands though if you're on that. Well, I just hope there's a decent enough slope so that I can see over. I the, thought it was your knee that was it, the issue, not the the standing. Bit from column A, bit from column B. But then um that was oh. the that was when we were at the Adelaide over where you, the general admission gets you the the Adelaide Hill and it's the best place, best deal in town because you can buy mm. like a very cheap. Easy for the six seven dude to say, but yeah. I thought you could see quite well. I thought you were just being a bit complainy. Bring those um platform shoes you were wearing Saturday night. Yeah. Oh yeah, the big um No, the ones that like don't look like you've got like high the lifts. On, we like, bought you like, those yeah, lifts. The lifts. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Bring those. Uh they make me five six. No. <laughs> so you go from five one to five six. Okay. Anyway, so Thursday, come on down if you're there. We might even go for Friday if we still feel like if we're not baked in the sun. Um I there's no such thing as hitting cricket out cricket out for me. So uh <laughs> I'll be uh, probably seeing every ball. How many how many um times you guys been to the cricket? To the test cricket. Any cricket. Well, oh. we, I used to cover it, so I would go every single time I was in Perth. I worked at the Wacker, so I'd actually yeah. have literally watched five days of test cricket before. I've never been. It's really fun. Oh, there you go. Been. Wow. On, fr- on Thursday, you virgin. shall go. I know. You're a bit of a virgin. Oh, yeah, no, but God. I've also never been to the cricket. Oh, my <laughs> exactly. God. Oh, my God. Hopefully the uh, pitch is in slightly better condition than the uh, BBL opener. Bit of a uh, debacle what, over what, what, at Geelong. What 
Yeah, I believe there was a bit of damage uh, from rain. Water got under the covers. Mm. So this thing is, uh, they were bowling a few balls, noticed like, well, hang on a sec, these balls are flying everywhere, bouncing higher than they mm. should, doing wacky things, which is dangerous for the batters. Sure. There's got to be some level of um, being able to read where a hard ball at 160 kilometres an hour is um, coming from and going to. Um, which is a bit of a shame, really. We'll, we'll get more into the BBL as the season season goes on, um, but it's all about Australia versus Pakistan. Uh, yeah, so a lot of the Aussie team are in town, but there was also this weird article that was put out by Code Sports thing, uh, a journalist, and it was kind of lazy. It was like, hey, guys, we know how much uh, the Aussie cricket team love golf. Well, here's all their averages. But then in the fine print, it was like estimated. So he's kind of, <laughs> so he's kind yeah. of guessed them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's it's renowned that Glenn Maxwell's a very good golfer. So he said he's around one to one point five. So almost a scratch golfer, very impressive. It's not bad. But then he just chucks Mitch Marsh fourteen, Warner four point five. I'm like, man, they you're just making them up, and it's a tile. Yeah, and like they, there would be so much sway in this whatsoever. I thought it was, I thought it was, it was interesting, and it probably got a lot of clicks. But when it said estimated, I was like, what are you ringing up the golf club they play for and double checking on them? Is it that hard? Yeah, is it that hard to get the exact? Well, golf's pretty easy. I hope they didn't spend a long time on that. Golf is super easy. I played with Harry yesterday down south and um, just like mastered it. I'm now I've mastered squash, mastered that. Now I'm on to the next one. You got yourself a par and you hit a house, so you ticked off all the best golf. Yeah, we hit two through. houses, I think. Yeah. Well, you yeah. told me you got two pars. He's saying you only got one. Oh, it was basically two pars. Oh, it was basically three rings. You bought. I got nine it. pars. It was actually one. Basically. I got eight birdies. Basically. There. It's just too easy. You're not very uh, good with numbers. Coming from you, that you're not. You lie. You've told me them. you failed math. Count to three. Okay, speaking of schemes, we were going to walk on. We were going to walk on the course. <laughs> yes. So yeah. We were going to commit a crime. We were going to do, we yeah. were like, what would Georgia yeah. do in this situation? And then we decided to, we we're going to walk on the back nine because it was yeah. near where we were staying. And um, Harry's like, I was, I was, a bit skeptical. I was like, oh, I can't really bother to be getting caught because I don't want to play in the first place. Harry's like, it'll be fine. It's like so dead right now anyway. Well, the thing for me with that is like, they tell you to go par, you're like, no worries. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we turn the corner, we're behind this tree line. He's like, all right, here we go. And we turn and one meter in front of us is like a 90 year old woman with Marshall written on her buggy. And she's like, <laughs> and then we, we're walking towards the 10th tee and then we start walking. She's like, where are you, what are you guys doing? We're like, oh, we're just going to go pay. I'm looking for the pro shop, of course. <laughs> what do you think? You thought you'd get away with it. Well, surely different oh, ideas. Oh God. She yeah. did about four laps of the course while we played. Yeah, we saw it. I've never seen a Marshall so much. It was insane. Yeah. Josh yeah. If you walk onto so the courses, let us know. AFL, there's been a couple of uh, interesting things and also funny things over the last couple of weeks. Harley Reid obviously went to the West Coast. But just before we got onto that, Rowan Browning, the fastest man in Australia, uh, we were discussing today, if you're really fast, because there was this fight that happened, if you're really fast, what what would you do if you're a sprinter? Because how, how useful would it be that, you know, you can sprint? So we're like, oh, why don't we ask Rowan Browning what he what, if it's ever happened where he's been in a life or death situation and he's been forced to sprint for his life. And it's cool. been very handy we being discuss, we the were fastest that runner in the country. Like whether running away from a mugger or maybe there was yeah. like you did something slightly wrong. and You've got to save someone from a train and you've yeah. only got like 10 seconds to run 100 metres or something. So we have the luxury that we could just text Rowan Browning and ask him if he ever had it. So this is what he said. Hey, man, odd question. We were just talking about times we had to run for our lives and wondering, has there ever been an occasion where you were like, fuck, I'm in trouble here. I need to run. Thank Thank God I spent my entire life devoted to a craft that makes me super duper fast. And he replies, no. But I did once muse over it if I was mugged, whether I'd flight or fight. I'd like to think I would fight, but I'd probably be the best in the nation at flight. So why not play to my strengths? So thank you, Rowan Brown. Oh, you two have already been pretty busy. No, it but, takes- but hang on, wait, what if what if you send Bolt mugs him? 
Obviously, all the AFL players are in their off-season. We liked the other week uh, when, you know, when uh, Marcus Stoinis, the cricketer, was in New York and was part of a TikTok. Well, uh, Josh Dacos was Whoa. in London with his partner and they were stopped because they're, very, they're a very beautiful couple and some uh, British influencer interviewed them about what makes them successful as a couple. We've been together now for two and a half years, just a little bit over. Adorable. How did you meet? I saw Annalise. Um, we're from Melbourne, Australia. So I saw her at a bar in Melbourne on Chapel Street and, yeah, went over there and then... So that goes on and on. But the funniest bit is the comments because everyone in the comments are mad what Collingwood fans going, does this motherfucker realise that's Josh Dacos? Like goat king? Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't know. She doesn't know. And she so must know. King, and she's like, "No, I didn't know. I, had, I need to do more research." It's like, why the fuck doesn't she fucking know that from this one sport that's played in one part of Australia? It's the off season, guys. Just let them go and get interviewed in London. No, I think Seriously. it's really cool. But I found yeah. the reaction. I'm just talking funny. to my pies. My pies. Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, good on you. Yeah, for Thanks. jumping on them at the good right time. Good to give them your blessing. I also think yeah. next year before the start of the season, we should just do a big uh, spin of the wheel and that's who you have to support for the whole season. Oh, I like that. And you have Thanks. to go to one away game and one home game <laughs> of that team and you have to support them the whole year. Ooh, oh, I love I like that. that. Does, yeah. away, does away game count as gather round? Uh, no, it has to be an annoying one. <laughs> it has to be inconvenient. Okay, Bluestone Oval. Yeah, Bluestone Oval or something. <laughs> perfect. Uh, Harley Reid was drafted by the West Coast Eagles, and I don't know if you know about it, but, but the local paper um, actually did 14 back pages in something like 19 days of mm. Harley Reid related, and there were also some very big things that happened in sport worldwide, but there was just no way to not get him off the back page. Uh, and then in the first week, he injured himself. <laughs> okay, no, no, this is what happened. He went down at training, right, right. and that pretty much equated to he died. Mm. And then it was like... I think Simo was like, oh, you got corked and like went to get a rub down or something. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so they really went nuts. And, the, and the response to that was, Harley, a worry. Harley. Harley, a worry. Uh, I think there needs to be a pun police because I really, I'm sorry to tell you this, Giorgio. I find puns really unfunny and annoying. They have their place. They have their place. They're great, but sometimes they're really lame and I think they're really annoying. And so yeah, I think- when they're like forced down your throat by exactly. a newspaper. Exactly. Absolutely. So not when you're saying them, I'm saying, I'm saying when the newspaper- Yes. A pun is funny when it's thought of on a whim, not you've had all day to write a news headline and you come up with a shitty pun. So what, do we, what if you come up with a shitty pun on a whim? That's funny because like there's skill in that. Mm, we see. A pun or a joke is only as funny as the laugh it receives. Got there. <laughs> uh. Anyway, there should be a pun on it. In the three days, in one after another, uh, these were the these were the puns that were put out there by the West. So it was Harley Awari, so that was one. There was always Harley related ones. Um, I got 99 problems, but a Mitch ain't one. Mm. So it was about Mitch Marsh. But I would argue they've got 99 problems. So what's wrong with the Aussie cricket team? Readership is one. Mm. Uh, based on that headline. Yeah, it's like, shouldn't we be detailing the Shit. 99 problems? So a lot of the, problems. The I think the problem? list them out. List them, list them out. out. And then Rowan going gone for the Eagles list manager. That was ousted. <laughs> That's good. That's good. He also looks like Elton John. Free pass. Yeah, free pass for that one. Fair bit of training the house down going on right now as well. Oh my Who's training the house down? God. Do I need to everyone. lock my doors? With the house prices at the moment. I know. What the hell? How is it anyone going to enter the market? I went to a home open the other week because I'm trying to buy like a small, small place. I got to get something that matches that is as shit as my um, car. Okay, rich? Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, I went to this like one bedroom one and it's, uh, I was walking in and then, the, the real estate agent goes, I was like, what's the price? And he goes, oh, sorry, we um, the owner doesn't want to let anyone know the price. Bullshit. 
And I was like, okay, cool. Okay, $1. And he's like, it's probably not competitive. <laughs> Why somewhere in between that? So, so what you're doing is an auction where there's no pressure of an auction. Uh, it's just two weeks where people put <laughs> up anything. If you and, press, then, and then the yeah. real estate agents, they tell you too. Yeah. So it, they're like, we're legally not allowed to tell you. And I'm like, I don't know, 350000 They go, I'm like, oh, okay. okay. So you will tell me, but I just have to ask 19 questions. We had to do that as well. We'd just go, hey, so that we don't waste your time and you don't waste ours, can you please give us a bracket, you know? But then they do it to everyone. It just goes up and up and up. And they'll give you the so highest shit. bracket ever. What's, um, how much paperwork is required to put an, a formal offer in? For oh, house? in this sort of thing, it's actually, you can just lob it in. That's fine. Okay. A formal uh, offer? Yeah, very little. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, I think, we, I think you should go that then, put the dollar offer in. Just to waste their time because they've wasted yours. <laughs> Harry, See, and the time the wasted will be minuscule. It'll be like a dollar. Okay, no. But that's still time. This podcast is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Harry, we're not experts when it comes to sport, right? Speak for yourself. Oh, well, we're probably closer to nuffies, right? Once again, my friend, speak for yourself. We can't just keep saying speak for yourself. What What are you then? What? Where do you sit? Speak for yourself. <laughs> are you broken? <laughs> All right, I'm a casual observer. Okay, cool. Is that all right? Yeah, it's all right, I guess. But um, what are you then? What are you? Expert. Oh. <laughs> but if I do want to take a pun and don't know what to include, I can look at the Ned's app, popular same game multis, which lets you copy trending bets. Available on all AFL games every round, Josh. Ned's popular same game multis are created by the punters or nuffies and shared for other punters. And plus, you can add or remove legs easily to any popular same game multi. Head to the Ned's app and take it to the Ned's level. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. I say, Charles, Tottenham playing the most wonderful style of football. It's that Australian fellow, isn't it? And ball. Crack the box, score our goal. Crack the box, score our goal. Finally, boys. Finally, boys. Been a tough Victory. run. Victory. Victory. Yeah, yeah. I always knew he'd come back and pull through. You take off your pep shirt then. I oh, went through oh, a five-game winless streak. Jeez. Wow. Uh, I'm actually, just not used to this being a diehard Spurs fan. Like when I signed up when I was one, I, I wanted them <laughs> yeah, to win. Yeah. And then you, I'm not used to uh, it. Yeah, I know. I was and zero. You were like once Ange takes over, goo goo ga ga, uh, Ange ball. We had a, we had someone a message in. Hey guys, can you guys uh, actually learn about Premier League? <laughs> And start talking about it. Learn about something. I don't know why he picked that <laughs> sport when it kind of applies to any sport we talk about. Um, but yeah, Ange broke his winless streak with a win against Newcastle. Before this, they went a record five consecutive games where they went one nil up and didn't win. That was their Premier League record. Um, they actually have a pretty good run over the next month or so. Like their only real test would be Brighton over the next month who mm. are like eighth or ninth. There, there's about 10 points difference between the, the, the top spot in there. So are they, you see there a chance that they could potentially. Yeah, definitely. I've had heaps of injuries. Uh, and it's a bit of like, like Man City have dropped a whole bunch of points recently as well. So there's a lot of teams competing. Now. Right, okay. It's going to be pretty close, I reckon. I did uh, notice that there's been quite a lot of backlash. Well, we knew it was coming with Ange Postacoglu that, you know, the rose-covered glasses, rose-tinted glasses would eventually come off. The media were loving him so much. But now the cracks are forming and bad things are being said about him. I found this this journalist, last name Liu, and he works for The Guardian in the UK, and he's just gone on this rant. And for all the reasons we like Ange Postacoglu, he hates him, like hates right. him so much. And Harry, I'm just putting a trigger warning on this one. 
Okay. okay. As a diehard. Oh, might live. As a coach, I just, I can't stand him. He's, he comes across as a lovely man. Like all of the people go, oh, he's, he's great. He, he's just a great bloke. Nobody knows him. Nobody. All you all you know about him is the little sort of 45 second clips you get from press conferences and whatever that, that turn up on your Twitter feed every every week. It's just who we are, mate. Introduce yourself first, mate. <laughs> mate, mate, if you, you know, if you come from where I've come from, you know, Melbourne. First job, 1997, I took over South Melbourne, the club I played for. I was 30 years old. And, you know, playing play with my dad on a, on a Saturday. And then we'd go off and have some some food after and we'd watch Johan Cruyff on the, on the television. And, oh, God, it just, it just, you know, it makes your heart sing, you know, and football just football just does that to you, mate. It's just it's just the greatest game in the world. You know, we all want this so much. Like, honestly, it's just such bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. <laughs> if that impersonation wasn't not really that bad, good, yeah. I bloody, it was pretty good. Pretty great. I was angry, but then I was like, that's kind of funny as well. Oh! Um, hey, speaking of impersonations. Well, what do you, wait, just quickly, what do you think of that? Like, I thought Ange is a bit of an open book. He'll answer questions. People ask him. I don't know. I just think it's dumb to be like, well, no one knows him. It's like, yeah, but like. Do we need to? We, we don't need to, first no. of all. Also, like, you just, how else are you supposed to base an opinion on someone? It's like. I called up Jürgen Klopp and said, tell me who you really are. And he was like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I was like, we're having dinner, me and Jürgen, and I'm going to really find out about him. Giorgio, I was doing some math and you owe me three beers. I reckon you learn a lot about like a coach <laughs> in a press conference after like a big loss or a big win. Like yeah, you can sometimes. tell who the turns Some, are. Sometimes, uh, sometimes, I don't know. I think hey, a lot of guys play it differently. Yeah, go on. Speaking of, um, speaking of impersonations, mm. we hear a lot of voice simulators now. Mm. Someone's made one for A Ange. Giorgio bot. Mm. Oh yeah. Someone's made one for Ange mm-hmm. and they have sadly trolled him after his uh, win. The amount of cock guzzling, monster munching, <laughs> dick riding, ass licking <laughs> I get from the pundits and the media is terrifying. <laughs> Jamie Redknapp can't stop sucking my cock. And um, what's hilarious is that they called my tactics smart. Just because I say mate and I speak like a kangaroo doesn't mean I should play a high line with nine men. Michael Oliver bent me over, called me a bitch, and put me in my place. Um, Romero has such a punchable face, and today he gave me a fucking reason to send him back to Argentina. Uh, Obi-Wan Adagi thought he was Yoda with that fucking challenge, and my bench looks like a Sunday league team. What on earth? That's some very creative sounded, writing. It sounded Fuck. just like him, oh, though. I, how terrifying is it? It's pretty accurate. Man, Giorgio bots sound nothing like you. Compared to that. Quiet, please. Go. Yaggy. Go. Oh, I misread Go. it. Wow, that's a tremendous looking trophy. Hit it, hit it, hit it hard. Uh, what's happening in the golf world, guys? Josh, you're in a golf hard. You want to take it from here? Oh, no, I've got it. I've got it. You got it? Yeah, I think so. Well, it's John, all pretty easy. John Rahm, um, I reckon comfortably. Probably the best golfer in the last six years in the world. He Just spent, consistently. He spent 52 weeks at number one. He's won 20 tournaments. He's won two majors in the last six years, including he currently holds the green jacket for having won the last Masters. He was asked a little while ago um, about his thoughts on uh, the whole Live Golf League and joining them. To be honest, part of the format is not really appealing to me. Shotgun three days to me is not a golf tournament, no cut. It's that simple. Uh, I want to play against the best in the world in a format that's wow. been going on for hundreds of years. 
are like, will our lifestyle change if I got 400 million? No, it will not change one bit. So to be told, I could retire right now with what I've made and I've lived a very happy life and not play golf again. Well, what an honourable bloke to, yeah, like, no, it, to do that. Like, um, it is, I mean, it's it's so the, the money is crazy, and to say no, yeah, yeah, others haven't. You like, know what? Because yeah. it's not all about money, but you know what, John Rahm's gone and done. He's just joined Live Golf for a rumored payment of somewhere between five and six hundred million dollars US. Take that! <laughs> Come on, yeah. Rambo on the party Screw hole, the on the party hole. Rambo, 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 Guys, Rambo. So to bring the mood down, but. He does have to pay tax on oh that. Oh, my God. Oh, so does he? Because he's in now in Saudi Arabia? Maybe not. Honestly, actually. that is almost a billion dollars AUD. Yeah. Why? Golf? Why? Oh, my God. I wish I was I wish I was good at golf. I wish I could compete in golf. What if I get a shot? It's, um, yeah, I think so. It's pretty funny. Like, I think the whole PGA merger with Liv earlier this year, which we still don't know anything about the format, Really kind of, I guess Rambo is like, well, you know what? They kind of fucked us. They didn't keep anyone. They kept everyone, all the players in the dark about that whole merger thing. Mm. Um, and there was, there was a bit of compensation for the guys that stuck with PGA, but McElroy was pissed. And I guess Rambo's going, fuck, why do I need to be loyal to the PGA? Well, especially because I didn't know the update with that. I thought, well, aren't they merging? Isn't going, does that mean Live Golf no longer exists? And now all they all the tournaments that Live have are now combined with PGA? But you're that- saying- that's uh, yeah. There's there's no update with how it's going to run scheduling and all that. And also, I I think the best thing to come back will be like the world rankings will be a thing again. They kind of got fucked over a little right. bit with the whole because Liv wasn't recognised. But they, I don't think they can coexist. They can't benefit each other by both existing. Mm. I don't. There's going to be a winner and a loser. Well, I think it's probably the one handing out mm. billion dollars. What? It's all about the money, boys. What? Yeah, mm. the, the, all this money stuff. Like, you get paid, yeah, $600 million to go play golf. Like, what's the incentive to win a tournament? <laughs> like, if mm. they're putting $15 million, I mean, they are competitive. We saw in the NBA thing, like, even $500,000 yeah. they're doing. I, and they are competitive and they love the sport, but uh, it's just the, it's the craziest amounts of money. I reckon what <laughs> the funny move from Liv will be is if they <laughs> – because McElroy is like so vocal about absolutely hating, hating Liv and any player that goes over to it. If Liv go to McElroy, all right, Rory, what if we paid you one squillion, trillion, yeah. billion, jillion, Could they give, Would they give him two billion? Like doctor. Is he good enough of a name to do that or is it not worthwhile? Uh, he's not, He's a big enough name. His, his performance in the last few years, not good not enough. Good. Would they um, just do it like out of spite? Just yeah, that's why like, I think it's funny yeah, if, yeah. because then that also make him reject the most money in the world. Yeah, yeah, and then and then they go, oh, we got you. Actually, we don't even want you. Take yeah, the money, yeah. idiot. You look like a fool. There's been a lot of mismanagement from PGA, right? They've treated their players not in the right way. Yeah, yeah. And now yep, they're pissed yep. off, so they're, they're, pretty, they're probably more ram. Yeah, and, the, and the, I guess the mm. other question is who's next? Who's going to go George, over there? Talking the about fuck? Tyrrell Hatton, Jason Day was linked to. Well, there was some rumors about that. He's denied it, but probably ne- and they, they also they denied it until the week later when they put the live jacket on, have a photo with Greg Norman and look so guilty. Greg, Nor- Greg Norman's just like pantless with his giant hog hanging out. Being like, I can do whatever I want now. Mr. President, can this wait? I've got bigger fish to fry. God bless my friend, Harry. Harry's big house. Bad boys, bad boys. Uh, what you gonna do when they come for you? Well, I was enjoying some annual leave in the beautiful southwest of Australia. 
until an email came across the inbox. That's from the drive back, eh? That, yeah. It read, Harry's Big House submission, and it said, urgent. <laughs> <laughs> Which really got my attention. I know it's a good one, and Harry just turns me, hey, can you not read this, please? Mm. Yeah. Mm. So Just I, I cancelled all my I cancelled all my activities I had lined up um, and got straight straight into it. Cole writes in from an anonymous email. <laughs> Sorry, Cole, I think I added you there. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Harry, one night about fifteen months ago or so, Pricey Brunt, I guess these are the uh, the lads. A couple of Sheilas and I went out for a dinner and then out drinking at some bars. Cool. Naturally, the three men of the group entered the, into a round situation. The night was going beautifully and we were buying each other pints all evening. But I shouldn't say we, as it was more of a two-man effort. Unfortunately, Brunt was slipping behind on the rounds and skipping his turn to shout, especially in the more expensive establishments. But that's usually forgivable if made up for later in the night, right? Mm. All debts can be paid, they say. Mm -hmm. So later on, while having a bit of a sing-along at the last bar for the night, Pricey and I were growing anxious that Brunt would slip away into the night without paying his way. I think it's worth mentioning that Brunt has a slight reputation for this kind of behaviour. Think of him as the Giorgio of the group. Small small in stature and extremely frugal, but his deep love for other small creatures <laughs> what, like ants makes him I, more acceptable. Why am I being dragged? What did I do? Why do you think that? you are? Why did I? We don't edit things on the pod here, Giorgio. I just read them. So we felt forced to tell Brunt to read between the lines and reminded him that it was now definitely his turn to buy the next round, all three, and that he needs to do the right thing and go get what's owed to us, a pint each. You'll never believe what happened next, Cole says. Brunt came back with three. Brunt came back with, I feel, I feel sick saying this. Take your time. All right, deep breath. Guys, I'd recommend taking a deep breath too. And just, I'd also recommend getting yourself into a calm state of mind. Can I have a drink of water? Please, yeah, 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 please, yeah, 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 yeah. I just really- Can I have a pint, Georgia? I'd, I'd almost, um, <laughs> I'd, um, yeah, okay, okay, thanks. I'm hydrated. Brunt, Brunt came back with three pots of lager. Giorgio is one thing, but don't spit in my face. Darry, Darry. I'm going. Don't go. I'm going. I'm. You know what? I'm done with the big house for the year. I'm on. I'm going holiday. Don't go on holiday, Giorgio. As the the schemer in this situation, you have a, a weird perspective that we need to delve into. We'll get there. <laughs> so you owe them three. You owe them pints. <laughs> And comes back with three pots of lager, just to, re to reiterate. Yes, yes, thank you. Also, Cole says, the lager was the cheapest one available. Oh, it's like name of bar lager, their yeah. own one. <laughs> House bro. Pricey and I were absolutely flabbergasted. We simply turned to each other and then back to Brunt and cite a simple, what the fuck is this? <laughs> 
He then proceeds to tell us that he was feeling too full and didn't feel like a pint. <laughs> Doesn't <laughs> matter, Brunt. To which we responded with, well, we felt like a pint. To this day, I don't think I've ever had such a bitter taste of disappointment in my mouth. We have never felt so cheated in our lives, and we believe Brunt should be punished to the full extent of the Dog Act of 1976. We trust your judgment to make this right, Mr. Fitzgerald. I'm not sure how much longer we can bear the burden of this selfish act. Regards, Cole. Uh, it's just a bit triggering with everything that's been happening the last couple of weeks. Harry, Harry. Georgia, why are you crying? I have something in my eye. How? How are we supposed to have a Merry Christmas <laughs> with this going on? How are our listeners supposed to have a happy new year if they've just heard this story? I know oh. it's silly season, but we're meant to be having pints in silly season That's and not, not meant to be having silly friends. It's silly season, not fucking bullshit season. I know. Because that's fucking bullshit. So you admit it. Cut this music, Josh. Cut this music. And you know what? Can I just get a round of applause? This isn't about Oh, yeah, we have that. Yeah, for Brunt, congratulations. You've just taken beer debt to the next level. Wow. Let's strip this back first and just talk about debt for a second. Okay. Let's say you want to buy a house. Sure. You go organize yourself a fat mortgage. The bank gives you the cash. You get your house and that's the end of it. Mm. Oh, no. No, it's not. Hang on, it's not. You owe the bank a million dollars. Oh, but I don't want to pay the bank back. Well, that's fine. The bank will say, pack your bags, get out of our house. Mm. Let's say you go up to the deli part of a grocery store and ask the staff member to prepare you an amazing sandwich. They wrap it up nicely and you think to yourself, oh, what if I just eat this sandwich right now before getting to the checkout? Why should I pay for it? I already have it. Yeah, bad scheme. Mm. Yeah, sure, go ahead and eat it, but enjoy being arrested for stealing. Mm. Yeah, illegal scheme. By the way, yep. Brian, you've got to understand my point here. Once you've entered into rounds with your mates, you automatically accumulate beer debt when pints have been bought for you. And the next step is to clear your beer debt. And yeah, if you don't, then obviously the bank can't come after you. <laughs> the police can't come after you. But the people who consider you a friend will come after you. And here's the thing about friends, guys. They've got more a much more powerful resource than the banks and the police do with their money and their laws. You know why? Love. Because friends have friendship. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Brian, you are so guilty that it's not funny. You are ordered to first of all clear your beer debt. There will be interest as well. I'm thinking three pints each for Colin Pricey. You also stated that the reason you bought these pots was because you were full. That's fine. But as Cole said, they wanted a pint. For the next six months, whenever you are in a round with Pricey and Cole, you will only be receiving pots, while the others get pints when it's your turn to buy a round. That's a very good punishment. You're also sentenced to six months of eating off the kids' menu whenever you are out for dinner. Again, we wouldn't want you getting too full, would we? <laughs> Finally, for the next 12 months, you will be on beer rounds probation, which means you are to only engage in beer rounds with a group of people no larger than four, including yourself, we can't have you getting in rounds with 10 people because we all know you will re-offend and try and slip through the cracks. It can be quite dangerous though. Mm. The probation also stipulates that you must pay a deposit if you wish to enter into rounds with friends in the future. <laughs> the deposit price is $20 per person you are in a round with. This money will be returned at the conclusion of each night, assuming you are not in any beer debt. Brunt, don't receive beers for free if you don't plan on buying your mates one back. 
And to everyone out there, just be careful who you get into beard at with this silly season. Case closed and Merry Christmas. Giorgio, can you approach the stand? This isn't about you, Josh. Well, no, it's about you. And your lies about yeah. beard. There's not lies. Yeah. You owe me lies. you owe me three three beers. You bought me one. I went through the whole No, you, you went through your recollection, your own little accounting, which we already, already know is wrong. You can't count to three by telling Harry you got two parts when you only got one. That's not true. That's not true, mate. Yeah. Stop Stop it. We did a survey. The crowd be- don't believe you. You've lost the support of your I, peers. I didn't agree You've with just that agreed jury. with Harry's ju- jurisdiction like jurisdiction and him laying down the law, yet you don't agree with that you were a piece of beer debt. No, because you can't count to three. And you didn't buy me three drinks. It's a lie. We've had multiple people message in. Oh, they saw, did they? No, they've had their own experiences. No. Nah. You know what I forgot to say? Order. And then you know what? Order right now. Okay. Like well, in the court. Actually, I just want to quickly bring up a... Oh, a I didn't want to get myself in beer debt over the weekend, but mm. I think I might have when Driz brought a round of um, rum and Cokes at the – I never got a chance to get him back. Although that guy kicked us out. He did kick us out. Yeah, and I never got to drink it. Oh, no, actually, I got Red Rooster for Driz on the way down. Driz just Clear. probably – he also probably beer isn't like – He probably isn't like counting every drink he buys for his mates. And oh, if I'm, he is, he's probably well, counting accurately. I'm, I'm counting. This is just the first time we did it. It's been a running problem. No, no, that's complete junk. That is, you do anything for a laugh on this planet. Not junk, true. Today, superstars, hold regard. You've got mail. Welcome to Mail It In. We're here from you, the fans. Couple IRL. Ty Canelli met on Friday in Northridge. Big fan. That wasn't actually his name, but they were just saying, just say that and we'll get it. Um, oh, nice. Alistair did a shout out at the place. We met a lot of people over the weekend that were pod listeners, which always surprised me. They all hate it. And Ezra I met today. You guys met anyone? Oh, hey, so well, Tom, Simon, mm. uh, the lads. Uh, Guys, we had yeah. a bit of a reaction from the Officeworks claim. Uh, so I put out there, you know, Officeworks, are, their printing section, I think they're the best. And we put the post up and there was a lot of people who were chiming in. There were things like, just doing the Lord's work. One person said, this is super niche, but super ap- accurate. Then one person called Bondo wrote, I printed off my dad's eulogy there. And the man behind the counter said, I'm sorry for your loss. I started crying. Emotions as well. <laughs> Emotional. Don't just print paper. Uh, print guys, feelings. <laughs> Before we get to some very good uh, emails and other types of emails as well, P-mails perhaps, uh, I just had an international mail. Mm. Wunderbar, my friend. Welcome to Russia. Howdy, partner. Asian one. International mail. <laughs> Lima Connor Dawkins, hyphenated Irishman. He's written in, what is sinosilicophobia? You can read that word, but you don't do too well with the two-syllable words. I know. <laughs> Uh, not sure. What is it? It is the fear of empty beer glasses. Oh, hang on. Yeah. What? Yeah, we finally found a diagnosis, Harry. <laughs> All I'm saying is there's help. Oh. It's good to move. It's good to be able to move on. It's good to be able to move on, Treby. Hey, quick um, quick DM actually from George who brought up that in last week's Big House, I was uh, referring to a card game uh, with, which has draw fours and reverses. Uh, a lot of people in Australia call it Uno, I know Uno is acceptable as well. Mm. Um, he wasn't too happy with us calling it Uno. Mm. Yeah. Oh, the more you Just, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, nice. Wow, wow. Draw four. Draw three, perhaps. I'm gonna yeah, write, or, uh, or one. That's well, a one well, there. Well, four that's and a, the Uber. That's just four a one. and the Uber. I thought you Look at this. Email about piss. Sick. We're back. Mm. And we're back. Mm. It's, it's, not, it's not up to me. It's the, it's the pissners. Connor writes in, uh, G'day tall men and 5'7 or 5'9 piss guy. Can't believe which height it is these days. It's 5'9. Uh, basically said a few weeks ago, the Valo Adelaide 500 supercars race. 
Uh, he tried to find a bathroom. He couldn't find the toilets. He ended up pissing in a bin. And he wants to know, uh, he said, I know how you guys feel about pissing in sinks, but what about bins? I'd first noticed on the Thursday when there were four bins surrounding the sign, um, there was one bin left, meaning that the public must have taken the advice to use the bins to piss in. Uh, I would like to get the piss expert's opinion on this. That's you guys as well. Well done. Uh, was this a moral thing to do at a public mm. event or should they have just moved the sign over to the other side of the footpath to not create any confusion? They should have. Okay, you've done your best. You, a lot of people pissing on the ground, but I'd argue you're creating a bigger problem because there's all these beers and crap. There's no drainage. And then you've got a heavy yeah. bucket of water and the bin man that has to- Yeah, the bin man doesn't go to the sink and um, he takes goes, the piss bag out. And then imagine the 20-year-old kid like, who's working at a festival or the, the V8s and then takes- I'd also, wager, I'd also yeah. say that um, in an Airbnb, I don't keep my toothbrush by the bin. So if you were to piss in the bin, it wouldn't get on my toothbrush. I'm saying the sink is thing. safer than the bin because there's drainage in the sink. Depends what sink. Yeah, yeah. But then if you scrub it off as well, like it's fine. With Giorgio's toothbrush. Yes. <laughs> but like what I'm saying is I, I understand he had good intentions. Either It depends on the bin. Depends on the bin. If it's a green bin outside, there's probably no harm in that. Was the Vent bin- Vessels. Like was the- was it, The idea to put the, like the penis in the bin and then to like be a bit more discreet or- well, I, I, probably, I think he stood three metres away. Wow, what an awesome. Like golf. <laughs> Three metres, sure it wasn't one. Yeah. Uh, Connor writes in, it was a year, 15 years ago, a year eight hiking camp. We would hike upwards upwards of 15 to 20 kilometres a day for four days straight uh, in far north Queensland, trekking up and down mountains, consuming more water and liquids than what's logical to try and combat exhaustion. Inevitably, at the end of each day, all the boys would piss throughout the night. Myself, a sleepwalker slash talker, didn't realise that the second night I hadn't made it outside of my tent I was sharing with my hiking partner. I proceeded to sleepwalk piss all over my friend's bag and clothes that he mm. wore for the rest of the camp. When he woke up, he turned to me and said, do you smell that? I replied, no. No, it kind of smells like piss, I guess. Luckily, soon after that conversation, to my relief, we heard a choir of, of screams as two of the boys had decided it would be funny to piss in bottles throughout the night and cover people's tents in piss. They were kicked off the camp when we left our tent to assess the commotion. I looked back inside the tent, turned to his bag and said, I think they must have gotten our stuff too, man. Is this the ultimate dog <laughs> act or just a desperate seep? Walker pisser trying to avoid being bullied throughout secondary school. Yours truly, I swallow cum. Okay, nice. Okay, that's got great. Uh, yeah, this is, he says it borders on, you know. <laughs> that was the best yeah, bit yeah, of the, that was the, best bit of the um, <laughs> He wants to know, you know, if this is Harry's big house or um, a peanut. No, I think, I think well, it's Mr. Swallow cum. <laughs> I, would, I would think that's, that's terrible covering this, all the stuff in piss. Please. Well, I think, no, I think if you're going to avoid bullying as a young uh, impressionable person, you've taken your opportunity, do it. Especially if when there's a couple of culprits walking around covering everyone in piss. Also weird school. Well, they, well, they weren't at Camp PP Savini, that summer camp mm. you ran for a bit. That was Camp Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, guys, there's two things we love here, hiking and pissing. Let's get <laughs> into it. sure everyone's getting their liquids up during the day, so there will be pissing all night. All right, everyone line up. I'm going to lie down and open my mouth. Let's go. <laughs> oh, okay. They're children we're talking oh, well, about. Well, now he's not anymore. Uh, but, uh, no, I think you've, you've done, mate, you've done nothing wrong. When I was my dad in Melbourne hanging out, oh, yeah. we would piss and we'd piss and we'd piss and we'd have a bloody yeah. safflark and be unreal. So keep on pissing. And you know, pissing's all about fun. <laughs>
It's Lock, all about pissing. Locke writes in, G'day fellas, hate the pod, but still listen for some fucking reason. Thank you, Locke. A colleague of mine has just taken home the World XL Esports Championship in Las Vegas after much controversy being eliminated, but then the referees overturning their decision and being added back into the comp. He was eventually crowned champion, taking home the $3,000 USD prize money. His name is Andrew and is an actuary based in in Sydney. Andrew is an XL god and this is his third time being crowned world champion. Could be an interesting one for the pot. It is, lucky because you know it doesn't line up here? The prize money with this competition. XL is the most popular sport in the entire world, probably mm. played – uh, by millions and billions all over the world and a measly $3,000 US for winning it. Yeah. I feel yeah. like they haven't um, like run the numbers properly on that prize. Mm. Whoever is, ironically, <laughs> is really bad at it. <laughs> I've got the perfect program. Sounds like a scheme. <laughs> uh, that's really impressive. Good on Andrew. I feel like there'd be a lot of uh, office drones that would have a lot of appreciation for that. You know, you meet some friends in, in their industry, they use macros and stuff a lot and they're yeah, just they so really impressed. Yeah, they in their field. Congratulations to you, Georgia. Will Armstrong says, hey guys, big fan of your work. Had an idea for an investigation. Don't know if you remember, but four or five years ago, a band, Picket Palace, went viral with their footy-themed song about Richo and Tipper. Thought you could look into why a punk band would make songs like these and how they seemingly dropped off straight answer. Or straight after, rather. Oh, my God. Able regards Will, sent from Josh's house. I like that you guys one. got the music for this? I do. I do. So this is Anthony Tip and Woody. It got about 350,000. Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody, 300,000 uh, views on YouTube. So it actually legitimately was pretty viral, especially for an AFL-specific song. But it's a bit of a banger. this one played out but we'll all look into it this week Picket Palace I don't know if anyone has any connection to them uh, it'd be cool to interview them because they've got quite a few cool songs and they're affiliated with AFL we are in the off season but uh, yeah what do you guys think I love it there's a bit of a beefs about it you nice. Know? it's nice uh, Aussie Garage also the beefs are doing a national tour they're playing in Perth and all over the country uh, they're the guys that make our intro song not Giorgio Sammy from the beefs check them out as well anything else to add guys we have one minute left on the roadcast we've got a quick bounce email one minute nah, or three minutes we have time Okay. No, kick it for mailbag at gmail.com for your correspondence. Send in your big house, your schemes, your nuffies, everything you want. Thanks again for listening. We'll try and see you on Thursday too. Come to the cricket if you're in Perth for the first day of the first test against Pakistan. Um, and remember, like sometimes guys, you'll share a lot of time with people in your life, but they will still rip you off. Have a good one. <laughs> This episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Josh, do you give out many tips? Sometimes. Um, Who's your source? Well, normally Sam McClure. Like he's, <laughs> what? he's, he's really good. Like I, um, I backed Harley Reid not to make it in West Coast colours, and then and this year, just anything he said, I go the opposite. Congrats! It's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good option. Hey, I've got. Um, yeah. What are you? What are you? What well, are you? Have you got a brother in uh, brother in law? Uh no. <laughs> You need a brother-in-law for your tips, mate. That's oh, where really? I get mine from. Yeah, I could ask yeah. my brother to divorce his wife, and then we can see how we go. But mm, yeah, that'd be the first step, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs>
I need to speak to Georgie too. He's always real confident with his tips, but they never, ever come off. Now, if you're looking for a one-stop shop for social betting, check out the Neds app. You can create groups perfect for betting together and ripping on your mates. And if you think you found a winner, you can let them know. Or you might be looking for a hot tip. And you can build a profile and share your bets with your followers. Or you can see what other punters are like on the feed. There's also expert tips on everything AFL from the fantasy pick himself, Tom Rotcliffe, within the Neds AFL Open Group. It's not just for AFL though, Josh. There are other <laughs> open groups for racing, b-ball, UFC, soccer, and he's more. Download the Neds app if you haven't already and take it to the Neds level. T's and C's apply and available on the Neds website. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.